so much about our faith is about knowing and then and then being known or, or allowing ourselves to to be known by God and uh, that's a lot of what we see in our gospel today so so the tradition has, has always been that Nathaniel is Bartholomew so today we we celebrate Saint Bartholomew and sometimes it's funny because as you learn these things over the years um, not everybody says them you know you kind of you know how when you get used to a certain skill or craft or anything that you've gotten into and you get to know the lingo then after a while you kind of get used to it and then you sort of make these assumptions of like oh everybody just knows what you're talking about and stuff so I try to remind myself sometimes that um, there was a million things that that I still don't know about the faith and that that I need to remind myself and remind everybody else about that so Nathaniel who we who we read about today in the gospel is is Bartholomew and so there's a really specific call right there so he's he's under the fig tree and there's a few different interpretations for that for for the fig tree there, there's some stuff and i can't quite remember exactly where but the book of kings i believe in micah as well they say that it could be symbolic of under the fig tree or the fig tree was symbolic for the coming of the messiah so that was one of the reasons and one of the the more personal ones and i think it could be a combination of these things for sure is that you know, Nathaniel says, you know, what good could come from Nazareth? So he has a preconceived notion of Nazareth and different things. And we do this all the time, <laughs> you know, about all kinds of things. And so he's thinking like, oh, you know, well, what's, what's the big deal about that? Certainly nothing great could come from there. But then the Lord says, I saw you under the fig tree. And so one of the interpretations was that that's, that was a place of prayer or meditation, regular prayer and meditation for Nathaniel. Um, almost as if it would be like, I saw you in the Adoration Chapel at St. Cecilia, or something like that. It was that personal of a reflection for him. And so he was just, he was like, how? so he was just kind of dumbfounded by this. Like, how is it that you know that? And so by his knowledge, by this knowledge that he'd realized that nobody else really would have had, and it's even more private than that, that the, the fig tree than, than even the Adoration Chapel would be, that he'd realized that the only one that could know this, that could have that knowledge of him praying to God was the God he was praying to, the one that actually saw him himself. So it was knowing and then being known. But we have to kind of put ourselves in that position to be known in the first place, which requires a certain amount of vulnerability, and, and so much of prayer really is that, is, is opening ourselves up and being vulnerable to the Lord and showing him the parts of ourselves that are, that are often the, the most difficult or the things that we struggle with the most at times. And um, it's, it's amazing when you see this with the apostles. That's why they, they are the apostles, because they say, you know, truly you are the Messiah, the Son of Christ, just like Peter, Peter said yesterday, and I talked about, is that, you know, you, you are the Christ. Peter also says, you know, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And he also says, to whom are we to go? You have the words of everlasting life. So the apostles were the ones who recognized God for who he is. Uh, for those that pray the Liturgy of the Hours or just know the Psalms well, there's a great, one of the great um, psalms that I 
course, can't remember the number, but it says, you know, the first stage of wisdom is fear of the Lord. And so fear of the Lord is knowing who God is and knowing who we are. And there's a great, there's a great quote in the movie Rudy for those of you who've seen it. So, you know, Rudy really wants to play college for Notre Dame. And um, he's been visiting with a priest that's kind of been helping him out. And so um, the priest says to him, you know, Rudy, in 35 years of priestly ministry, I've come up with two incontrovertible facts. Number one, there is a God. And number two, I'm not him. That's really fear of the Lord, to know who God is and that God is everything and then how small we are in the grand scheme of that. And so every time the apostles affirm that or recognize that, that's why you know that they were some of the chosen ones because they were like, you're him, you're the one. But each one of us need to do that this day. We really need to say personally, like, you're the one, Jesus, you're the one. That's why when we receive communion, I say, you know, my, my, my family was asking me, you know, people will ask you all kinds of questions, especially your family feel like they have like a free reign when you're a priest to ask you all kinds of questions about all kinds of things. And so I, I think it was just about saying amen with um, receiving communion. I was just like, you know, I was like, it's not optional. That's the price of admission. <laughs> you know, it's just like the body of Christ. Amen. <laughs> you know, that, that's at work. Because amen is like, yes, I, you know, I would swear by it that this is the truth. That's what our, our amen is. It's like, it's like, absolutely, yes, the body of Christ. And so th that's what we do each time that we receive the Eucharist, is we give our yes, our affirmation that the Lord is the Lord, and that, and that we, are, we are small, and we're willing to follow him. And so that's, that's the example of the saints. That's the example of Bartholomew who took uh, the gospel to, to some countries. They say they don't even exactly know at the time. They were so unknown as far and deep as he went to spread the gospel. And he did that all the way um, and gave his life for it as well. And so uh, a great example in St. Bartholomew. And again, um, as I mentioned in the Roman canon, he's one of the ones who is in the Roman canon today. And so uh, we continue to just lift up that example of the apostles in hopes that we can all follow in their footsteps. God bless you all.